Here we are back at it. Welcome to Courtside Culture, a show that brings you from the cheap seats to the courtside. Each show, we deliver the most insightful, Christ-centered conversation to keep you winning. And now, here's your host, Bishop Jamar Suber. All right, so back at you again. This is Bishop Suber, Bishop Jamar Suber in Courtside Culture. Hey, I want to tell you this. Thank you for listening. You know, the support and feedback we've been getting on the show has been phenomenal. Usually, you know, I break to a, to a, to a song, but we're not doing that today. And let me tell you why. I have a huge, exciting announcement that I want to bring your way. So I didn't want the song to eat up my time this evening. So let me tell you this five day goat level goal setting challenge. What you think about that? So here's the deal. We are on the other side of this thing called COVID. A lot of us have taken the hit in our finances, our ministry, our business. And now it's time to look to next year with great anticipation. I'm not talking about a new year's resolution. I'm not talking about something you pin up on the wall and hope you make it. I'm talking about actual goal setting. Five-day, GOAT level, greatest of all times, goal setting challenge. Let me tell you a little bit about the challenge, okay? Day one, yeah, five days. So day one, I'm going to hit you early morning. You're going to hear from me with an email talking about how we're laying out that day for achieving our goals. If I'm not mistaken, day one starts with, what do you want? You can't hit a goal if you don't understand what you're shooting for. God purposed you to be great, but greatness doesn't come easy. You got to set a goal, set the goal high. The ne- that, that day, we're going to hit you early morning with an email. That evening, in the private Facebook group that you'll have access to, I'm going to go on live with my guest celebrity. I have a couple of big dogs lined up, too. An Emmy Award-winning photographer. I got a professional athlete. I got a multi-million dollar uh, real estate mentor guru who actually we're going to be interviewing on the show today. I'm excited about that. But listen, this five-day goal-setting challenge is going to be off the hook. But best of all, it's free. It's free, absolutely free. You know, here at Corsair Culture, we're all about living a winner's lifestyle while being connected to God. Uh, this thing that we're setting up to take you into 2022 is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So listen, you'll get the five days, uh, me catching up to you via email that morning, me inviting you to the private Facebook for those five days. You're going to hear from some professionals on how they hit their goal, professionals in business and sports and ministry. Uh, we have some swag that you'll have the opportunity to buy. And also, everybody who signs up gets a free GOAT-level goal-setting notebook. All you got to do is pay for the shipping. We'll ship it out to you in time for our, for our challenge. And there we go. So listen up. I'm going to be dropping gems as it relates to this challenge for the next couple of weeks as we get ready. December 6th, mark your calendar. As a matter of fact, Go out right now to courtsideshow.com. Drop your information to be the first one on the list. I have an I have an idea that this thing is going to fill up quick. So listen, jump out there, click the link that says five day goat level goal setting challenge. Drop your information. I'll bring you into the private Facebook group. Let's get it in. Let's get busy. But listen, no further delay. 
I want to bring a man to uh, to courtside culture to the I bring him to sit courtside with me as we chat today. Uh, I've known this man for for 20 years and just as long he's been in the real estate business. Big time real estate investor coming out of Pittsburgh. If you're driving down Penn Avenue or or one of those avenues in Pittsburgh, you just might look up and see him on a billboard. Don't be surprised. I have Sean Knox with me this this um, this evening. Uh, straight out of Pittsburgh, multi-millionaire, uh, mentor, guru, just launched his uh, mentoring program for up-and-coming real estate investors. So welcome to Courtside Show, Sean. Tell the people about yourself. Hey, man, I appreciate that uh, warm invitation, man. You got me ready to run around my own living room, man. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, man. I, I just thank you again for the invitation, my good friend and good brother. Yeah. Um, like you said, I'm Sean Knox from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And actually, um, Jamar actually used to live in Pittsburgh for those who don't know. Yeah. That's how we actually met. And so, um, you know, we, our friendship goes way back. And, you know, we're on here today to talk about some real estate. And one of the reasons I love real estate is because you can do so many things with it. And we'll get into some of those uh, during the conversation, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But there's so many other things that we will not be able to cover in this brief period of time. That's why um, as we go forward, we're going to leave you a link at SeanKnox.com. He mentioned the mentoring program. Um, I'm very, very excited about this mentoring program. Because real estate is just not about finances. It's, 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 it's much more than that. It's, it's much, much more than that. And I'm excited to be able to help people reach their goals, their dreams, and actually go even beyond what they thought they could do or even obtain. So I'm really excited about being able to help people. And um, I look forward to helping each and every one of you who, who actually wants to be helped. Right. Because uh, that's that's a big part of it as well. So mm-hmm. I thank you again for the invitation and I look forward to the conversation, my brother. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you this before we get started. Is that a what is that, a fireplace or something behind you? What? What is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, that's one of the things that I always put fireplaces in, in all my houses. Um, okay. Actually, I expanded them. I'm starting to put fireplaces in all the bedrooms and even in the bathrooms. And some people may be like, well, why would you put a fireplace in the bathroom? Because I also put jacuzzi tubs in my bathroom. Wow. So my thing is your house shouldn't have to cost a million dollars for it to feel like a million dollars when you come home or when you purchase it. So I I really like to put high quality products into homes without, you know, uh, blowing up the budget as well. But when I sell a house or even when I, my rentals, even my rentals are high upscale because when a person comes home, they should come home to a five star resort in their home. That's just my philosophy, how I approach the business aspect of it. And this is one of the reasons why my brand is different from everybody else who just slaps some paints on, paint carpet, and do some minor cosmetic stuff. When you walk into one of my properties, it, they sell um, very quickly. I, I don't have houses that stay on the market longer than 30 days. And this was uh, pre-COVID, anything like that. Um, because I, I, I put a different spin on them, like I said, because I want you to feel like you coming home to a, a five-star resort. And when you sit down in your jacuzzi tub in your house after being on your feet all day with your, with your beverage or not, 
you click that fireplace on, you will feel like you're in a five star resort yeah. every day. You won't, you can't wait to get home to get into your tub. So yeah. that's what I like to create, and it, it's 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 very beautiful. It, it's yeah. really nice. So okay. that's what you see behind me. So a little wow. fireplace I put in. So. Okay. So talk to me about the beginning. You know, I've always wanted to get into real estate, never knew how or never knew which angle, never had a lump sum of money or any of that. How did you start? Where were you? Let me start with this question. Where were you in life when you started? When I, I bought my first piece of real estate at age 24, I'm 47 years old. So that's what, 23 years ago. So at 24, when most of my peers were buying cars and, and rims and putting boom boxes and things like that, I bought my first piece of real estate. And it was a seven bedroom house that uh, was very big. I, I helped raise my, raise my kids in there. But when I bought it, I was already thinking of the future because I said, one day I'm going to split this up and use it as two units. And I remember my real estate agent back then, his name was uh, Harold Black. And he said, Mr. Knox, if I don't see too many young people your age coming in buying houses. And he said, if you continue to do this and, you know, pay your bills on time and things like that, he said, you will be able to buy anything you want with the stroke of your pen. And so it started from there. Mm -hmm. And. There were all kind of challenges. You know, there was times when I didn't have finances, so I had to be creative in, in how to, to get a real estate deal done. And that's, that's what, that's what the mentoring shit, one of the major, uh, components of it is because everybody doesn't have money or everybody doesn't have credit, right? And so I had to build, uh, my real estate portfolio actually the hard way. You know, I didn't have the money. I didn't have the credit, but I had to dream. I had to drive. Right. When doors got slammed in my face, I, I, I went through a window. Right. Or I climbed up the chimney and roof and came down the chimney. I wouldn't take no for an answer. And these are the individuals I'm so eager to get in contact with because I tell people all, all the time, don't worry about money in real estate. It sounds oxymoronic. Right. But don't worry about it. Money always follows the vision. Always. I never worry about where the money's going to come from now because I've been through the struggle in the front end when I didn't have the money and I've had to find ways. So it started when I was 24. And like I said, I bought my first house. And then, um, you know, a couple years later, uh, you know, good, uh, good friends of mine retired, right? Uh, they retired. And I was able to to purchase one of their properties while managing another property when they moved out of town. And that first deal that I bought, uh, audience, again, I didn't have any money. I keep I did not have any money. I had to think of a way, creative financing to be able to purchase the, the property. And so what we did, we, we put it on a land contract and I would positive cash flow about six fifty seven hundred dollars a month on a property at that time that wasn't legally deeded into my name. So I bought a piece of property with no money down because I was able to be creative and, and found a, a, a seller who mm -hmm. was uh, motivated because their lifestyle had changed. They moved to another state. So one of the other things I love about real estate uh, always, uh, uh, guys, is 
it's not like any other venue. It's it's just not. It's different because people's lives change, and when you get a new job in another state, and you got a mortgage or you got a house back in your old state, you're highly motivated to get that property off of your hands because you're going on with your with your with your uh, next part of your life. So it started there, and it just it just bloomed and blossomed, and I learned more and more and more, and I helped people along the way. I've always helped people. Uh, in, in real estate because I love helping people and I understand the more people you help your your money is always going to come I never put money first I always put people first and money always follows that that process you know one thing that stuck out as you said you were able to acquire property with no money down you know you hear these commercials and people trying to sell you these packages and programs um, so it's true that you, 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 that you are able to do that you are a hundred percent able to do that, and and it doesn't matter if you don't have money or you do have money, because there will come a time in your real estate career where you can find yourself what I call asset rich but liquid light, right? Where your your liquid money is not as as great as your asset, so you still have to be creative sometimes to be able to purchase property and take advantage of a property that's available. So the no money down technique is just not for people who don't have any money. I want to be very clear on that, right? Okay. Even experienced real estate investors to this day, even myself, actually the house I'm sitting in today, right? It, I acquired this from my neighbor. And at the time when I bought it, I bought it, we agreed on a price of 33,000, right? And at the time I had, capital tied up in other deals. I had the money I could have paid for it, but I didn't want to stretch myself that thin. So I used the technique that I learned when I didn't have any money to structure this deal to whereas we put it on a land contract and I, I we, we purchase price was 33,000, but I paid 37,000, $4,000 more because she agreed to hold the mortgage on the house. The motivated seller, there's different problems and, and things that happen are helping them as they're helping you in the same time. So in your mentoring program, do you teach no money down? Do you teach? Uh, yeah, I heard you in the top um, talk about, you know, you have your landlord. So you have tenants, I would imagine. Do you teach people, you know, how to handle these types of deals and how to manage tenants? And do you go into all of that with your program? I go in depth in my program, anything dealing with real estate from no money down to fixing and flipping to wholesaling to being a landlord to being to actually uh, uh, um, assigning a contract, okay. uh, how to leverage real estate and, and leverage real estate is actually when you you get into the position where you really start creating wealth because you understand what a true asset is. See. Being able to leverage your assets, it takes you to another level. So I cover it all. So, Sean, talk to Is me that, about uh, if I acquired a piece of property and I wanted to, to hold it and become a landlord. Talk to me a little bit about that process. I, I know you can't give up too much, but, you know, talk to me a little bit about that. Okay. If you wanted to acquire a piece of property and hold it as a landlord, I would 
obviously look at the rents in the area to be able to judge, you know, your profit margin. And I would determine how long I want to hold it for a landlord, right? Okay. So if you're going to do a little bit of sweat equity, if you're going to get in there, do some paint and learn how to do, lay your carpet, do what you can. What you can't do, you contract out, right? Some people can become very handy. Some people don't want to get dirty at all. I understand it depends on where that person is. So if you want to acquire a piece of property, don't just look at it as, in my opinion, I'm going to collect eight, nine hundred dollars a month profit on this. Right. Think bigger than that. OK, this is where the leverage piece comes in that. And this is where the mentorship is so very important, in my personal opinion, because I'm not only just going to teach you how to be a landlord, but I'm going to show you how to use that one piece of property. That you're collecting eight, nine hundred dollars of rent on a month to be able to use that one piece of the property to be able to leverage it to be able to obtain more property. Right. And use that rental income that comes in from that tenant to be able to pay the the uh, the finance charge for the line of credit that you would use on that house and be able to make more money. So, instant, for instance, you could take one house. I tell people all the time, don't worry about getting all this real estate at one time. Focus on getting your first deal because your first deal will be able to set you up in so many different avenues because you are you're holding on to the asset. You're using the asset to as leverage to obtain wealth. Right. And it's more it's not just getting this nine hundred dollars a month and using it to pay your car payment, although. I teach that as well. When you go buy, don't don't just go buy, buy something, big ticket item. Think like an entrepreneur, create the revenue first, then you go buy it. Okay. But just to be able to be a landlord, if you just need that extra thousand dollars a month, I definitely can help you to be able to, to get you in that position. Mm-hmm. But when you when being in a mentorship, I just don't want you just to have one property getting a thousand dollars a month. Because what happens when our tenant moves out? and your property is empty for three or four months, right? And you're just dependent on that $1,000 a month. And now it's gone, you're going to find yourself, you know, in a, in a situation. But being a landlord is a very powerful position if you're thinking leverage and using the properties to build your inheritance. And that's, that's, that's how you start leveraging assets. And you can do it with one house, all right? So... For instance, real quick, let's just do math. Let's, let's say you let's say you have a house that's worth a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. You have a tenant in there that's paying nine hundred thousand dollars a month rent, wherever you are you are in the country. You can pull a line of credit out on that house, okay, up to eighty to eighty five percent. So eighty eighty five percent of a hundred grand, a bank will give you eighty thousand eighty five thousand mm. dollars. And the reason I say line of credit and not home uh, equity loan because a, a second mortgage on a house, they, they're charging you interest on it from the from the beginning. A line of credit, you're only charged a percentage of what you actually use. Mm. So you can take that 80000 and not even use the whole 80000 Now, I'm here in Pittsburgh, so our, our, our real estate market has always been a little lesser than the average uh, country. So it benefits us here. So I could take that eighty eighty five thousand dollar line of credit. I could buy a house for twenty five grand. Maybe I have to put thirty five thousand into it. My tenant is paying me a thousand dollars a month, 
right? So the tenant is actually paying for me to have access to that capital. Wow. So I take that capital, I buy a house for 25 grand, I fix it up for 35, I got 60 in it. Now I sell that house for 170, 150. I pay back my line of credit to 60,000. Now I walk away with a profit of $90,000 and I still hold on to my original asset. I'm still a landlord mm-hmm. and I didn't pay I didn't pay I didn't use any of my own money to do the next deal. This is why the mentorship is so so critical. Real estate is just not about buying and selling. All right. Everything in this, everywhere you're at is real estate. You're sitting in real estate. When you go to the supermarket, it's real estate. The doctor's office, the courthouse, everywhere you go, even vacant land is real estate. So to not be to not be in real estate in some form or fashion and you're trying to obtain financial independence, I believe is 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 a great mistake. Wow. Because real estate is one of the safest investments uh, in this country, in the world, matter of fact. So, yeah. And you could do it by just being a landlord with just one piece of property. Wow. Wow. You you mentioned uh, grabbing getting a line of credit. So if I was to go out and get that line of credit, does that have to be from my own personal credit or business credit or how does that work? I'm glad you brought up personal business credit. There's a difference between personal business credit without getting into the weeds. We're going to stick with the business credit because we're talking about real estate. You can get a lot. The line of credit is based on the real estate asset itself. All right. Because the real estate asset is the primary collateral. Now, your business credit, I would advise anybody who's getting into real estate to get incorporated, to have a business. Right. You don't want to have all this real estate in your personal name. And if you don't have a business, again, I can help you with that. Again, mentorship program. You're going to get hit tired of me saying it, but I'm going to say it throughout this interview. SeanKnox.com. I can show you and help you get your business set up to where now you have a legal business entity. And from that, I can show you and help you how to start building your business credit. which is very important, especially in real estate, because business credit is reported differently than personal credit. And you want to be you want to have access to high credit limits as far as your business, because sometimes you have to float debt sometime and you don't want that debt carried over on your personal credit because it lowers your personal credit score because your utilization is now high. So we also help and teach our, our mentees how to get incorporated, how to get their business credit set up. Because I just don't want you to obtain real estate. I want to show you how to obtain it and keep it, right? Mm -hmm. It it makes no sense to work hard and then lose what you have worked so hard to obtain, right? Especially those of us who are getting older, right? We we have less time to come back from a catastrophic financial mistake just Mm -hmm. because we're getting old. We're not in our teen, late teens and in our 20s. Those of us who are 50-ish and 60, this may be our last shots at true financial independence mm-hmm. that we can uh, a legacy for our kids, right? So we want to be smart at 
protecting our assets. And one of those ways is by being incorporated. You have to have a corporation to be able to protect yourself from multiple potential litigations and a corporation. There's tax benefits as well versus just being in your personal name as well. Okay. Okay. And we, and we teach, we, we, we teach all of that through the program. Um, it, it really, and it, it's through trial and error. Yeah. And we also have a lot of other professionals that, that, that help guide us and okay. help us as well. So okay. you will be a well-rounded, uh, real estate person. Wonderful. Sean, we're coming down probably to the last minute or so, minute 30 seconds of the show with our listeners out here. One thing that I haven't revealed is that you are also a well-known pastor in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Sean, what's God saying coming up here on 2022? Yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. you are going to be one of our guests in our five-day goal-setting challenge. So, Sean, in 30 seconds, talk to us a little bit about what God is speaking going into 2022 2022 everybody is your year if you want it to be your year right you have not because you ask not right everybody under the sound of my voice has the ability to be successful i don't care your color your gender your sexual orientation even your religious beliefs if you want to be get into a higher level of success and spiritual uh, uh, awareness and, and, and closeness with God, you can do it. You just have to make up your mind that you want to do it. So in 2022, everyone out there, make up your mind now. Don't wait till the calendar clicks on January, on yeah. December 31st. You should be thinking right. Matter of fact, right now, you should be having a notebook and planning That's right. your 2022. I'm seven months in the 22. Mm -hmm. if, if we had time, I could tell you where I'm going to be at by July and yeah. August. That's goal and setting. It's, it's yeah. not, it's, that's goal. That's right? goal setting. And as leaders, leaders can't lead day by day. Yeah. Leaders have to be a year, two years ahead. Pastors have to be two years ahead mm -hmm. of where the congregation is going. We can't stand up on Sunday morning and figure out what are we going to preach, yeah. what are we going to say, where the right. church going to go. So I, I encourage everybody out there, put your past behind you, embrace 22, yeah. and, and, and let God have his way because the word says, I once was young, now I'm old. I've never seen a righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for bread. Our, our father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. The word says you have not because you ask not. Jesus asked the man who was uh, 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 paralyzed for 38 years, do you want to be well? Yeah. So my question to you in closing, do you want to be spiritually well, financially well, and, and relationally well, yeah. right? Don't waste another year. Don't waste another day. Make 2022 your best year. And any way I can help you, any way my team can help you, please reach out to us at SeanKnox.com, and we will get back to you in a, a, a brief period of time. And we want to help you to be able to gauge. Because maybe real estate is just your vehicle to get you to where you want to go. Maybe you don't want to acquire millions of dollars in real estate. Maybe you just need to get your first house to be able to put your kid through college, right? Help, we can help you in multi ways. And and if you just need prayer, 
will pray for you as well Amen. and lead you to Christ. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you, my brother, for this time. Absolutely. Everybody, you heard it. Uh, Sean Knox, SeanKnox.com. He said he is seven months into 2022. He's going to be one of our guests on the five-day GOAT level goal-setting challenge. It's five days. I'm going to challenge you to get on there uh, right now. Drop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. If you're driving, pull over. Uh, pull us up on your phone, courtsideshow.com. Drop your information. We want to see you in our private Facebook group. That's the five-day GOAT level goal-setting challenge. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you joined us today. Uh, if you are anywhere near Jacksonville, Florida, look us up. Sunday service, uh, the cvcchurch.com. I'm a bishop there. We'll give a word. You'll meet Minister Cambria and everybody else. Hey, thank you for listening. I love you guys. See you next week. Remember one small step, one great decision at a time adds to a lifetime of solid spiritual, emotional, and financial success. Catch you later here on Courtside Culture with Bishop Jamar Suber. Hey, this is Bishop Suber. If you are anywhere within 10,000 miles of Jacksonville, Florida, join us Sunday morning at the Complete Vision Church. For more information, go to thecvchurch.com. If you're anywhere on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, look me up, Bishop Jamar Suber. For more information on the show, you can catch us online at courtsideshow.com.